Welcome to another episode of the Booth Podcast. It's your host Dom with Kenneth, and this is episode three. But it is episode two of oh. How I Met Your Mother, and we just finished the episode called Purple Giraffe, and we're here to review it real quick. So, anyways, going in right into it, we wanted to talk about um, basically the analogy that they set for us is Ted is um, seeing Robin enter. We're not going to go over the whole plot, but the, the main concept of it. So we have Ted uh, looking at Robin go into go, go up to the roof with Carlos. And we see him just gaze upon it and was like... He like missed the opportunity. Yeah, like he's basically saying, should I go in? Should I go not or not? And we see um, glimpses of the kid going into the, the arcade game. And it's it, it's this moment of like destiny. It's like... Do I chase after what I want in my life, or do I just take the L right here and just wait, right? Um, basically, he went, He said, there's never going to be a next time. Fuck it. And he just goes for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you can go with what you thought about it. Uh, honestly, I think what he did was also a good idea. You know, kind of like, because he strongly believes, you know, she's quote-unquote the one. And if you truly believe that someone is the one, you know, by all means, do whatever you can to actually know she is the one. You know, make the effort make, and try to create those opportunities like he did with the three parties, right? Party number one is like, you know, act casual and all that. And then she didn't show up. She tried to throw another party for her to show up again. Nothing. Third party, she comes, you know, third time's a charm. I think that's what they went for. And yeah, with the whole Carlos part and him seeing that, that little scene, you probably like, played out right there so that little scene it's like don't take the L bro just where there's a will there's a way mm. you know I think whatever that, it takes like, risk it man what's wrong with risking risking it for the biscuit cause yeah in the end it didn't work out but he still risked it and but other than that they're still friends which kinda hurts me well, and Kenneth uh, will have different views on this uh, just because my perception of it is Ted needs to understand or like Ted is a Ted is basically a representation of us mm-hmm. in a way. Um we're going through life with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when I watch this, my perception of it is like you lost. Yeah. You gotta know when it's not there. Mm-hmm. And like think of it this way. He went in for the kill, he got a kiss out of it. But at what price? Now they're friends, and now he has no chance of getting at her. Even though I know in later seasons, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. But like, and versus when the when the kid went inside for the arcade machine, yeah, he got stuck there, and he kept the toys, but the toys were full of his little piss. Mm-hmm. So, is that a win or is that not? You know what I mean? Basically, it's like he got her, but as a friend, the kid got the prizes, but it's full of his pee. You get what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I understand. Like there, there, there are there are levels to going after what you want. So basically, how I see it is like it, it goes into how, whatever you want for life. Mm-hmm. If I go, I want this goal, right? But then it doesn't work out. The it doesn't pan out the way I want to. Mm-hmm. Then there's a science. Like maybe it's not for you. You gotta keep searching. Yeah. Just because you think strongly that oh my god, like that's what it has to be, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it is. There are a lot of change. Like the, there's a lot of times in life where they'll go. Yeah, 
it's not for you, but it's here to teach you a lesson. Mm-hmm. And so here you're going to get a different yeah. opportunity. And I feel like that uh, really plays into like timing. I say timing is really important for this part because in this, this, the first week they meet, right? They, they've only known each other for a week. This is episode two. Maybe like a two week, every two weeks? Less than a month at most. Okay. Right? Yeah. And timing really plays a good part because, yeah, what you said earlier, like, um, this might not be what you need right now or something like that, right? That's what I said. You said in the last episode, you said something that you might need isn't what you like. like oh, yeah, yeah. Something, something that you something want might isn't something you need. Yeah. But maybe, you know, later on in life, they, they do form a connection, you know, and become what they need and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, even, even if down the line there still might be a chance, like, even though that's a possibility, it's like. You gotta know your limits. Yeah, like, the, you gotta understand that life's maybe really telling you no mm-hmm. and you gotta let go and you gotta find something else so I feel like the long like there's one of the quotes in How I Met Your Mother that I'm gonna quote right now that is gonna get quoted later it's like um, maybe the longer you hold on to things like the sooner it's already gone what was that from? this was when uh, it was like uh, the, be- the the Bermuda Triangle episode okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like may- maybe even if you try so hard that before you know it's already gone just like that opportunity of her going into the, the roof, it's already gone. Your your window of opportunity, wow, mm-hmm. window of op- it's literally gone. Yeah, and I, I I didn't think it was worth it. I mean, watching it for the first time back then, I was like, dude, go go, like that's yeah. that's her. Even though like they tell you in the first episode from the get, that's your aunt Robin, that's not the mm-hmm. mother. So obviously now it's like there's no way they should end up, but you want them to end up together. Yeah. Like, watching it for the first time, I was like, damn, like, go, 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 like, you gotta get that. But now watching it, it's like, yeah, no. I feel like the only reason why um, he also risked it is because um, he was already thinking of the future, you know, calling her the one already when they met. Yeah. So, like, that's why he risked everything. Like, yeah, I strongly believe that. And he's living in a fantasy that he created for himself. Mm. That's why he risked all, like, you know, risked the opportunity, took that. Even though that, that little 1%, he still took it. And I, I you know, I, I say that's brave of him. Even though they didn't pan out, but nonetheless, it was. I still, I still think it was a good idea. You do? Yeah, I mean, he didn't entirely lose her. I mean, yeah. And but... if you think about it from from my perspective, like, okay, yeah, you're friends, but you know, later later on in life, you know, something something something's changed. Some people remain best friends, and then later on, they start catching feelings, and later. I know, but the thing was, is like, like yeah, you you got you got her, but like at what cost? Mm-hmm. And you know. But sometimes it's better that way. Even though you've accepted her as a friend, mm-hmm. like, we learn later on, like, spoiler alert, you never really ever accepted that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's that's an issue. And, like, see, because he never learned that first lesson, it would, that's why it took so long for us to really have him meet the mother. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why when I watch this again, I'm like, I can't, for, for my life at least, I go, I can't have a moment of... Yeah. Time where I waste because mm-hmm. I go so strongly towards something, and the next thing you know, life pans out differently. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta find those those changes quick because mm-hmm. I don't want to waste any more time in this life. Yeah. It's so short, right? Like you gotta, okay, nope, this is not working out for me. Mm-hmm. Boom, next thing. Yeah. Even though, like, like yeah, I do believe in working hard and making sure that that per, uh, percentage of luck mm-hmm. it'll go higher the more you work at it. I I, I totally believe in that. At the same time, I just know when something's mine and when something's not. Mm-hmm. 
that's just self awareness. Yeah, a lot right. of people don't have that, unfortunately. Mm. So, yeah, it it depends how you view it. I think you should mm. totally yeah. change. Yeah. So what about the whole like opportunity? You know how opportunity part. You know how you threw like three parties. But like you know, putting like a lot of effort and, and you know, just increasing to, like, the chances yeah. of them to yeah. have. Have you have you ever done something similar to that? I probably in elementary. Honestly, now I'm thinking about it. Probably in elementary, mm-hmm. like um, you know when you're like. Oh, I remember mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? There would be so many times I go like, "Yo, like we're lining up. Like I want to line up like <laughs> behind, behind her, behind her, behind her, in front of her, just so I could talk to her." Yeah. Or like, "Oh, it's reading time." We're gonna sit on the carpet, bro. I wanna sit right <laughs> next to her. And stuff like that. Like like I remember as a kid, like no, the guy no. did that, you know, just to increase my uh my uh, chances of talking to my crushes when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah. yeah for for my okay, dude, oh uh, so I like this girl back in like grade six or five, I think. Okay. So it was at church. This is how I tried to try, I don't even know how I did it, bro. I didn't even mm-hmm. end up talking mm-hmm. to her. So, I I go to church Sundays, you know. Sometimes my mom wouldn't come. I go by myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. So then I just walk on the, the side of the side of the church, right? So and then I kind of see where she's sitting. So then, since there's no seat, I'll sit a lot like on the side of that aisle. So when it's my turn to get the bread, I go, and I'm like trying to like butt people in, like okay, she's number one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I try to butt in. Number five, we see, I I see her go in. So like we're turning. I'm like hi. Like I, I was too shy to say hi too, and then I didn't know I didn't know what to do, bro. Mm-hmm. So I would get the bread, I I leave, and then you know you know those movie moments, you like when you make eye contact with someone, you turn back to see mm-hmm. if you're looking back at you. Turn back, she's not looking back. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I did it, that girl. So what's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. It worked. <laughs> well, it didn't, but it worked eventually. It worked eventually. <laughs> That was amazing. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> props to me. Yeah. <laughs> I also do. I also always did the thing that Ted was doing, which always. was like trying to be cool, like, oh, oh Amanda, oh sorry, Denise. <laughs> I've never done that extent, but like, like to the parts where he said, oh, and then I'll be talking to this person, and then she's gonna look at me, and then I'm gonna look at her, mm-hmm. right? I've always done that, like. Oh my crush is near me, right? Like yeah. oh, I gotta look like I gotta look cool. I gotta mm. like like you're basically posing and then mm. like in real life, in reality the girls are gonna be like, Yo, is something wrong with him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've had those moments but like um so yeah, I just I, I've always had those moments but I just never like it never really worked out. Cause you're not me. It never worked out for you either. She yeah. Okay, uh, I I continue, continue. But yeah, no, I just the only time it really worked. It didn't really work. <laughs> but like, you know, Instagram was that version yeah. of that because everyone was like commenting on your photos and stuff like that. But you, know, I see, I see on TikTok, you know, the way guys are trying to like create opportunities or for them to get noticed, like they comment on like some girls' uh, TikTok. Hey, hello. Are you just talking about what your one friend? No, I see a lot of people. Although a bunch of other people do it too. Just hey, lol. That's, That's lame. it. But I feel like we would also do that as a kid, like a lot. We did it the weirdest ways, okay. stupidest, stu- not weird, stupidest fair. ways. I'm not even gonna argue. You're, that's fair. But yeah. Um. Just. When, what was like the worst time that you've ever tried to create an opportunity 
to talk to a girl because I haven't had a like a really bad. I've always I feel like I've always played it smart because what he was trying to say is how I ask her out without asking, asking her, her out. out. Boys, just ask her out. The worst thing she could say is no. no. Like at least like this is what I've said to other people. I'm like, bro, even if she says no, then that is like your go like that's your go ahead to just move on. Yeah. Basically, if she says no, then you're just one one step closer to finding who your next girl. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the worst that could happen? I mean, sure. Like, yeah, it's kind of she's kind of rejecting you, but don't think of it as her rejecting you. Bro, bro, the one thing that I go by, rejection is God's protection. Ooh, I like that. Like, I forgot he told me that, but that's I was like good about it. like yeah, he's right. So like, I've been rejected many times. Casual, casual. I, I've been. I think I've only been rejected a lot of times, like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of rejection now. Mm-hmm. That's just because I'm in a long term relationship. Other than that, I don't. I don't remember last time I got rejected. Rejected. Anyways, back to creating opportunities. Creating oppor- oh yeah, creating creating opportunities. Huh. The weirdest. The we- maybe the weirdest or like. I just just trying to talk to a girl. Yeah, sure. I think my worst one was obviously JK. I dumped I dumped the blocks. I messed up, but I can't think of the worst. Have you ever had any bad bad moments? Oh my god! Yeah, I just okay. Um, okay. How this... fast he was to get to that? Anyways, go go. Okay, so this is like I think it was SK JK, right? So you know when you... SK JK when you're like really young, you really want to look kind of look cool and man- macho, manly, and all that. I've never wanted to look macho or manly. Uh, anyways, anyways, <laughs> SK. Uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, my dumbass, I like this one girl, right? Uh, what was her name? Her, this is this is her name was her, her name was Isabella. I remember that. Okay, we talked about Isabella. Yeah, she's yeah. a recurring character now. Go on. This is like JK, bro. Chill. I don't think. She, yeah, you talked about her in the first podcast. I know, I know, I know. But okay, anyways, anyways. Um, so, um, I was you know you know like in those desks, right? Regular desks, and you can put stuff okay. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was trying to like, I don't know what I don't I forgot what I was doing. I think I was cleaning, but also trying to. I'm trying to do a pull-up, bro. I think she was sitting right, right beside me. I'm like, yo, I want to get her to notice me. And if she notices me, you know, she, she might, you know, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's one thing I, wor- I did? No, wait, I'm not, I'm not done. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you're not I'm done. not done. I'm not done. This is, it gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> yeah, right now. Okay. So I'm trying to do the pull-up. Right? So then what I... <laughs> you, you dumped everything on you. Dude, that thing fell on me. <laughs> Like in the whole dance, bro. Oh my god. I'm like, I'm like this. Okay, I know, I know my Spotify users won't be able to see it, but like, people can see it. So I'm like this, right? I'm like this on the side of my desk, like this. I grip, and then it falls, and it hits me. And I hit all, all of all like my pencils, my books, hit my face, hit my body, hit everything. And I'm like, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. But she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I'm like. In my head, no, you think I'm okay? <laughs> nah, bro, I just, I just embarrassed myself in front of the, in front of like the girl I liked. I didn't even care about myself, bro. I didn't care about embarrassment. I didn't care about what hurt. Oh, wow, dude. But um, <laughs> yeah. 
I think you win, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something worse. Nope, <laughs> there's bro, nothing man. worse than that. See, bro. see, the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole, the way I went about it in childhood, like, yo, if I look cool, they might, they might talk to me. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Like, to- it's toxic, but like, toxic masculinity. <laughs> It never works. So if, you, if you're doing that right now, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I mean, example. <laughs> That's why I stopped. Bro, the most I was going to go is like, yo, in elementary, I, used, I would like steal a girl's eraser. Oh, I desk. remember that. You've done that? Yeah. I mean, like. I it, remember I heard this one story. Because <laughs> then she's forced to talk to me to ask for her eraser back. Mm. <laughs> yo, I remember that. And then, and then, you know, asking for like, oh, you want to Uvu or Skype or FaceTime, whatever. Like back you then, had me at Uvu, bro. Flashback. <laughs> I remember that. You know, and then um, what else? What else? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, really you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a lot of weird things I try to do just to get a create an opportunity, just just to talk to them. That's it. I couldn't just be like, hi. And the most no. antisocial way that we've been doing it as like like um preteens growing up like because we have social media now right like going into like high school mm-hmm. it's like subtweeting or like posting about her like anonymously like oh like just thinking about my crush or something like that like, like tweeting about her like oh she's so beautiful like you're trying to into you're trying to like play these mind games yeah <laughs> like this, this is about you no one else about you, you gotta like, know. she doesn't know that yeah she doesn't know that and even like even though like maybe it's obvious and she does know that that's not how you're going to talk to her. She's going to think, this guy's weird. Why doesn't he just talk to me? Just go out and talk to her, bro. Stop being weird. It just it just looks so awkward. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know how to talk to another human being. <laughs> Dude, we were scared. But you know how I got over that? How? Oh. Okay, I was, this is like grade nine. Mm-hmm. I was re- being really dumb with my one, like, friend that I made in high school. Mm-hmm. And me and him were just like, oh, like, we should just, like, we, we thought we were, like, funny, like, oh, like, let's, like, go just ask out girls or, like, talk to them. Like, we yeah. were just, we were literally just going to the mall, going to the library, and just, like, talking to random people. Like, mm-hmm. people that we saw from <clears throat> our school, because, you know, we were in uniform. So, I, I literally, like, was out of my comfort zone. But the thing is, what I think about him, I thank my friend during that time for, like, getting me out of my shell. Like, he really made me, like, do a lot of other things that yeah. made me feel uncomfortable. So I would talk to, like, these other girls that I would see, like, sitting in these tables and, like library talking to these other people and that like got me to get out of that oh i'm anti-social bubble mm-hmm. like now i can talk to people and now i know that i can approach a girl without being scared to ask yeah. her out or anything mm-hmm. and i mean it was really messed up because like i actually did get a few girls like um, information i just never really talked to them after uh-huh. that because i was like that version of me wasn't me mm-hmm. it was just like the the confident, arrogant version of me. Yeah. So it really wasn't me. But like, at, at the same time, it was me like, like slowly practicing that version of like, I'm going to get out of my yeah. uncomfort. My, my it, it got you to where, where you are now. Yeah. So that's why I'm able to talk to girls and not just uh, DM them like the generation mm. now. Even though, you know, yeah. I still did that after. Anyways, I think that's a good place to end off the podcast. <laughs> he he just went on his story. I think that's the Dude. best story we've ever told on a podcast. And the best so far, that, so far. You've never told me about that story either. I think well, because that was a long story. time ago. Like just right, rang my head. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying, I tried. I tried so hard for 
or like you know to create an opportunity I, i've tried hard for like i tried hard in general and didn't get anywhere for the wrong people uh, anyways basically what, what's really good about kenneth though is that he's like had this mindset of i'm gonna keep trying no matter like what happens optimism bro it's 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 a it's more it's not even it's, just, a, it's a ted ted it's mindset. not even just optimism though it's like determination mm-hmm. like you're so persistent even when the world tells you no, mm-hmm. and not a lot of people have that quality because mm-hmm. it's just like, bro, if the world said no, like, it's a no. You know what I mean? Like, you have that good, I'm going to persist no matter what, make, make the odds go into my favor. Why, well, I'm Ted. Which is a good attribute to have, but also a negative attribute to have no, sometimes. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Because sometimes it just really doesn't Because really sometimes <clears throat> you believe in yourself too much, strongly into it, and then, you know, it just, it doesn't work out, and you kind of get hurt. But that's cool. Yeah. You, so, you, you, keep, you keep on going. The key lesson for this episode, at least for us, was... Chase, oh, for you, for you. Well, for, for me, was create opportunities, but when the world tells you no, sometimes it's just there for you as a lesson and not mm-hmm. necessarily as a way to create a life out of that mm-hmm. decision. Yeah. For me, it's, um, you know, keep trying. You never know what can happen. And you do have to know your limits if it does end up telling you you know, no, you can't go this far, you can't do this. Maybe it's for the best. Even for for the time being. Maybe later on that's it's like you're not prepared for this now, but later on you will be. You know? Yeah, you know, create opportunities. Take your shot. Shoot the shot. Keep being weird. I don't I like honestly. That's been an episode of the Booth Podcast, episode three, episode two of Purple Giraffe from How I Met Your Mother. Season one. Please tune into our Spotify. Uh, and those of you listening Go watch the videos or go follow us mm-hmm. on The Booth with Dom and Ken. Please leave a like, comment, and subscribe. That's uh, been it. And if you guys have any questions, comments, feedback whatsoever, you, if you want to ask anything, co- comments, you can DM us too. Social is going to be down in the description. And yeah, hope you guys have a good morning, good night, good evening, whatever time of day it is. And that's been it. Peace, Peace out. <laughs>